episode of Outside the Rack is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the Gym Aware. In today's world of strength and conditioning, data collections become the utmost of importance, and that's exactly where Gym Aware separates itself from the competition. Because when we're sitting there and looking to collect data, what data are you actually collecting? And are the numbers you're looking at fitting into the exercises that you're utilizing? And even more so, are they going to answer the questions that you're looking for? Looking at different ways that you are moving the barbell through peak and mean, both velocity and power, is really what separates gym aware from the competition. Being able to understand what your ballistic exercises are doing separate to what your strength exercises are doing really allows you to program at a much more specific level for your athletes. So hop on over to kinetic.com.au to see what Evan and his team have in store for you today. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some fantastic practitioners that are always searching for more. But more what? What are strength and conditioning coaches searching for to better their ability to prepare their athletes? Well, what about cutting edge information or a place where you can find different opinions from forward thinking coaches on what you're doing, how you're doing, and try to get feedback to be better for your athletes? Or what about a place where you'll find like-minded coaches that can provide solid coaching advice and career development for you as you progress through your career as a strength and conditioning professional? Well, this is exactly why we built the Strength Coach Network. You'll have access to exclusive monthly content on top of the sensationally active forum that we have where you can communicate with coaches all over the world to find those answers that you're looking for to help you be a better practitioner for your athletes. So make sure you hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps, and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the 37th episode of Outside the Rack, brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of Gym Aware. This show, we're just going to try to dive a little deeper into some of the minds of the top practitioners in the world of sport performance to learn a little bit more about who they actually are and how they got to where they are today. Today, we are joined by the University of Massachusetts sport performance coach, Andrew Cormier. Andrew, hey. thanks for being with us, bud. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Fired up for this. Good to catch up really quick before off camera. But before we get going too fast, man, who is Andrew Cormier? Uh, well, I mean, aside from sports performance coach, I guess you could just say I'm like a, a guy that tries to find places and and leave places and people better kind of than he found them um i like to think challenge ideas uh fairly minimalist not just from like a training perspective but just in life in general um yeah it's i mean that's about it i just enjoy anything related to uh human performance i can dig that man and right now is a good time for all of us to keep doing things like this and you know rapping and talking and trying to find better ways and trying to keep growing and expanding in that way. So listen, man, let's get right to number one. You know, as a guy who is pretty inquisitive and is someone who has tried some pretty unique things up there in Amherst, uh, if you wouldn't mind, describe a learning situation that brought about an epiphany in your career. Uh, when I was trying to think over that one, I was, I really couldn't think of a single moment, but it was kind of like a, it's closer to like a recurring theme almost. Because uh, I I am very like introspective and I I like to look back on stuff that I've done and what other people have done and kind of reflect on basically anything related to to what I've 
experienced, seen, thought. And for me, I think like the biggest thing has been when you really view like any of the the work done by athletes, field, weight room, like all of the intense stress that they may go through, sprinting, jumping, body contact in a sport, heavy lifting. Um, you realize you maybe don't need to do as much in the weight room. And for how my experiences kind of shaped that almost with the epiphany was in the past, I've worked with a good amount of coaches that did a lot of intense training, um, definitely higher volume practices, whether it was running sport drill itself that were pretty intense. And the more I, I worked with those kind of coaches, the more I realized that I was just needing to really complement what they did from mostly like a therapeutic and like input based side of training where it was just a lot of um, finer motor skills, even just working on like the feet, teaching them how to breathe. And then all the weight room work was really just like greasing the pattern. Cause at the end of the day, once that motor pattern got down of say they were trying to squat, I had enough intensive stress that happened on the field where really it just, once we started to, like slightly intensify the weight room stuff, the athletes saw really solid gains. And then from my perspective or like a traditional strength and conditioning perspective, they were doing the lowest volume program ever. But it's purely just because intensive training is intensive training, regardless if you're just looking at it as the exercise or the overall like training loads. I love that last line. Intensive training is intensive training, regardless of either of those. That's really a great way to look at it. And I think that people kind of miss the forest for the trees of that. Yeah. I think, I, mean, I think James Smith says it really well of sometimes the way exercise science is taught is kind of misguided where they go over like these rep schemes and everything first, but they don't teach people how to actually watch the sport and the athlete. And once people actually realize how intense the sport is itself, if you have a, a coach or programs where they're consistently intense, like, the weight room does not have to do that much. No, I think that's really, I think that's something that's started to become a little bit more and more mainstreamish too, that idea. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you're an inquisitive dude too, and especially when you tear apart your own work as often and, you know, self-reflect as much as you do. So I'm actually really excited to hear this. If you could ask one question, you know, you would get the answer to it. What would that be and why? The, for me, it was, it's tough to think about. I would almost, I would almost like it to be based on like per sport of what I've worked with is, but what is like the perfect holistic program that takes into account like all global training loads for like X sport, like my sports I have at UMass is men's lacrosse, softball, women's soccer. Like what would the perfect plan be for a men's lacrosse side of things where you do have to take into account like the psychological factor of that sport with being a fairly heavy body contact sport, but also like looking at it from the softball side of obviously there's not really any body contact. You have to be very dialed in. How do you coach that alongside with the physical prep stuff of being dialed in throughout a game and soccer is just day in, day out, preparing yourself for a competition that requires you to cover like 10 miles a game, but also knowing that 85% of it may not be the most intense yards. So how do you like strike that balance of all those aspects? I kind of would like to hear that from every sport, but 
obviously that might be a, that might never happen. <laughs> no doubt. But I think that that's part of what makes it fun. Oh yeah. Trying to put together that puzzle that we don't even know what the pieces look like. Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool too. Cause obviously it's going to change just based on the like environment or like culture of wherever you're at. Like some schools have indoor facilities or facilities that allow them to train outside year round because of how their weather is. And then there's others that barely have any access to anything like that. And then there's others that it depends on the coach's tactical style. So how you would have to train for that is also different. So I think it'd be, if there was a way to somehow figure out coach is interested in X from a tactical standpoint, how they like to teach, what is the best way to complement that along the like physical side and psychological side? No, I dig it, man. I think that would be hard, but I think that would be yeah. – it's, it's a fun thing to try to figure out. Yeah. But, you know, she, you got working through all the seasons with, with the sports you get to work with. But every now and then somebody needs that recharge. So what is Andrew's escape? For me, uh, just kind of how my personality is, I actually prefer anything quiet. Um, it's kind of the most – like opposite of what our field is working inside a weight room for the most part and working around sports that are fairly loud and exciting. Um, anything that allows me to have quiet time, whether it is outside, preferably it'd be like outside by a lake, but Massachusetts doesn't actually have the greatest supply of lake. So even if it wasn't that sitting outside, just listening to nature, or even just being able to sit in a quiet room, like no noise, just kind of focus on whatever it is that I want to do. It's kind of my, it's simple, but it's my thing. No, nah, man, I love it. Like I think that having that ability to just be somewhere and just to be in the moment is is priceless. Yeah, and that's I think it's more on the rare side nowadays with how much technology there is. Like I I go out of my way to try to not have my phone near me nowadays, um, or like stare at my computer because it's easy to get lost and just looking at stuff, even if it's on the computer and it's productive i think it's nice to not be scheduled and productive every once in a while no doubt about it andrew appreciate your time man this is awesome stuff yeah uh, appreciate everything you're doing man keep up the great work and we'll be in touch soon thanks for having me yeah man